there. Welcome to episode five of the Geeky Mompreneur, the podcast especially for work-at-home mothers. My name is Naomi Nakashima, blogger over at helpmenaomi.com, and as you may have guessed, your host. And today we are going to talk about a really hot topic that seems to hit work-at-home mothers right in the gut, or right in the sleep, as the case may be. One question I am asked all the time is, how do you get so much done? How can you do so much, especially with two kids at home? Now, I'm not a magician. I don't have any more hours in my day than anyone else. And to be honest, I have never really felt like I get any more done than other work-at-home mothers. I struggle just like any other work-at-home mom trying to balance it all, get it all done, and make my deadlines. I've just been doing it for so long now that I've managed to build up my routines, get systems into place that help save me time, and let me breathe a little bit without feeling like I'm going to lose every little bit of progress I've already made. Now, it wasn't always that way. When I first started working from home, these systems didn't really matter to me. Who cares what your schedule is if you're a single person working from home without kids or spouses to work around? So it never dawned on me that I might need to set some of these things up and get them working until I got married. Then things got a little fun. For the most part, I just worked whenever my new husband was at work, and even that little change affected my business. Many of the emails that came in after he came home got missed or put off. A lot of work nights got put off for date nights. And even though these small changes affected my business, I started losing business, I started losing clients, it still didn't dawn on me to change or implement any systems right away. If an email came in and I had to get it taken care of, I just went to work while he played video games or something. I never set a system up. Then came the first child. Now, if anything is going to mess up your work at home routine, a child is it. And it seemed like I could never get caught up. Every time I felt like I started to get a routine together around her naps or her feeding schedule, her naps and her feeding schedule changed talk about frustrating. And when the second child came, there were times I would wake up in the morning with tears already in my eyes because I had only gotten 35 minutes of sleep and now I was expected to go to work and rock it. Not to mention taking care of my blog, getting the podcast running, and we still had to eat sometime that day. So yes, I did what every other work-at-home mother has done at some point and I started searching online for time management tips and scheduling tips. And I read this article that absolutely changed my life. In this article, the author said, and I'm paraphrasing a bit here, if you are a work-at-home mother and you want to be able to get work done, wake up early. That's what she said. That was her sage advice. Get up before anyone else in the house gets up and get to work. And I thought, what a crock. First of all, choosing to deprive yourself of some much-needed sleep is a quick road to burnout. And waking up early is a surefire way of depriving yourself of sleep. Second, I seriously doubt this person had kids. Because once you have kids, you know there is no such thing as waking up before they do. Kids' wake-up times are unreliable. Some days my daughter sleeps in until 9 or 10 in the morning, and those days are glorious. Other days she's up by 5.30. When should I wake up to find these magical hours of productivity? 3 in the morning? No thank you. Third, for many of us, waking up early leaves us groggy, unable to focus, and just not at our best all the way around. Trying to sit down to work at that time makes it harder to get motivated and inspired, not easier. Last but not least, by choosing to deprive yourself of sleep and waking up early just for the sake of getting work done, 
not only are you giving the impression that your job is more important than your health, but you are also giving your family the message that your work isn't important, your job isn't important, that everything they are doing is more important than your job, and that is not the message I want my family to get. No, telling a work-at-home mother you have to wake up early if you want to get anything done is horrible advice. Now, I'm not saying you can't get up to work in the morning if that's what works for you. If you happen to be a morning person who wakes up motivated and bright-eyed and can start working right then and there, by all means, please do so. I am not against people working that early in the morning. I am against the idea of telling mothers that they have to get up and work that early in the morning at the expense of their sleep. If you really want to get things done and be productive while working from home, the most important thing for you to do is establish those systems I used to ignore, implement a routine, and help your family recognize and respect this routine. If that routine means getting up early, then please get up early. If that routine means staying up late, go ahead and stay up late. It's important that the routine works for you. If you're not a morning person, do not try to force yourself into working at 5 in the morning. You won't be happy. You're just going to be miserable, sleep deprived, and you will burn yourself out. For me, time blocking has become my savior. I set it up using Google Calendar so I can take advantage of the notifications popping up on my computer. And on Fridays, I block out time for my week based on my deadlines and projects. That way, I get a notice on my phone when it's almost time to start a new activity. Then, for that time, whether it's half an hour or an hour, I focus solely on that activity. About 10 minutes before it ends, I get another notification so I know it's time to start wrapping things up and getting out of it. I also leave 30-minute breaks between each of my blocks. This gives me a reminder to get up and stretch, check on the rest of my family, eat, or even just throw some laundry into the machine. Any activity that doesn't require being tied to my computer. I adapted this system from the writing sprints I used to do for NaNoWriMo. It takes some getting used to, especially if you're used to just sitting down with a to-do list and working until you cross those items off your list. But what I like about this system is that as you use it more and more, you get more proficient with it. Writing a blog post takes one half-hour block of time because I've trained myself that during that block of time, I only concentrate on the writing. My blog research was all done during a different block of time. This method not only helps me remember to take care of myself and other priorities around the house, but it also helps me make the mental transition away from one activity and prepare myself for the next activity. And the short breaks in between these activities helps cut down on the number of interruptions I receive while working. As for system improvements, start with your email and messages. Setting up an autoresponder for my emails and private messages was a huge system improvement. Just one small piece of automation helped save time and saved both me and my clients' headaches. Any of those back-end systems, you know the ones I mean, those activities you have to get done, but they're boring and time-consuming or tedious, see if you can find a tool that will either automate them or streamline them so they can take up less time. Imagine for a moment how much easier your job would be, how much more time you would have if you had a tool that automated invoices for you, or cleaned up your database, or carried out your new client onboarding process. And these are just some of the things I can think of off the top of my head that can and likely should be automated. 
So how do you get everything done? Not by depriving yourself of sleep or taking a backseat to everyone else, by building a routine that works for you, sticking with it, and then helping your family respect it. And that brings this episode of The Geeky Mompreneur to a close. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, I hope you will let me know by heading into iTunes and leaving me a review. Go ahead and rate and subscribe while you're there. Once again, I'm Naomi Nakashima, and I hope you'll stop over at my blog, helpmenaomi.com, to share with me some of your favorite time scheduling tips. 